Yeah, um, back to work. I'm excited, excited to be back on the road and, and doing what I'm supposed to do, you know, play golf and compete. And, you know, I, I think that's the one thing I'm looking forward to the most. And the one thing I've missed the most over the past few months is just that the competition. I think I sort of realized over the, the few weeks um, or like three months, um, like I, li I, I like golf and golf has given me a lot of great things, but the thing that I missed the most was, was the competition. I, not that I could take or leave golf because, you know, I think once, you know, I, I, I was very happy to put the clubs away for a few weeks, but, you know, once you sort of saw the light at the end of the tunnel and you knew what you were practicing for and getting up for and preparing for, you know, that's when you sort of start to get those feelings back again. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, what did I do? I tried to be as responsible as possible, like everyone else during the whole lockdown. Um, yeah, did a, you know, rode the bike a lot, did, did a lot of Peloton, did a lot of um, jigsaw puzzles, lay by the pool. It's probably the most tanned I've my pasty Irish skin's ever been. Um, so that's probably been about it. Yeah, I, I sort of uh, tried to sort of take a little bit of time off, um, but then over the past few weeks, uh, sort of gear back up. We played the, the charity match at Seminole a few weeks ago, and that sort of started um, sort of my preparations back to, to where, we're, where we're at today. And, and as far as uh, this week in, in the competition itself, uh, you've won in tournament debuts before, most recently last year at the RBC Canadian Open. Uh, what are your you know, impressions of the course as you, as you begin to make your first start here? Yeah, I mean, look, Colonial's a, a, a course that I've always wanted to come and play. You know, I've watched it on TV over the years, and it's just the, the schedule's never worked out. It, it always clashed with the um, the BMW Wentworth tournament back in on the European tour, and I just never got a chance. Uh, and then last year, playing Canada for the first time, playing Memorial Canada US Open, if you know, I added here before in a row. So it just the the, the schedule never worked out that I could get here and, and obviously now that I can, um, you know, I was excited to see the golf course and, and play it and try to learn it. Uh, obviously, it's not the longest course on tour, but really need to position your ball around the golf course very well. And, you know, it reminds me, I mean, it reminds me of a few different places. Um, sort of see a little bit of like TPC Southwind in Memphis out there, like a little bit of like Valderrama in Spain, just really, you know, having to hit it in certain certain parts of the fairways and, and not taking on too much. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's a very historic venue and, you know, a lot, a lot has happened here and, and obviously Ben Hogan had a, a huge influence. So it's, it's been cool to, to come and see all that. Hey Roy, thanks for taking this time. Uh, I know you played in the Tillamade release match, but is, is there has been any other matches that have tried to get you up to speed? I know it's hard to simulate tournament conditions back home, but is there anything specific that you've done to try to get ready after three months off? Uh, not particularly, Rex. I think um, I've tried to play with a lot of the guys down in Jupiter. Um, played with DJ a bit, played with Ricky, played with JT, uh, played with Sheehan Laurie a bunch as well. So, you know, tried to play with really you know, high caliber players all the time and, and sort of see where, you know, everything measures up against them and try to get sharp by just playing a few money games and things like that. So, um, 
that's really that's really been it. Uh, you know, I. I sort of I, I played a lot more than I practiced over the the last few weeks, which has been nice because I I sort of wanted to hit the ground running. Um, you know, once I got here to Colonial, and you know, I feel like my game's you know pretty sharp. It's never going to be as you know nothing can um, compare to getting out there and playing under tournament conditions. But you know, as as far as I'm concerned, that you know I'm as sharp as I as I can be coming in here. I guess. Thanks, Bert. We'll take our next question from Jamie Weir, Sky UK. Hi, Roy, how are you? Good to see you. Jamie, good to see you. Um, how frustrating has it been to be at this break in when it is, and unlike in 2015 in the five-a-side entry, it's something completely out of your control. And can you just, quite confident are you, you can just turn the tap on again, pick up the where you left off. You have to say to yourself, look, Three months ago, you're the best player in the world. There's no reason why you're not still. Yeah, I mean, there there is no reason why I'm not still. Uh, I'm not frustrated. I wasn't frustrated at all. I mean, it's not as if, you know, I don't feel like I've been hard done by or anything. It's just, it's, you know, I, it, it actually gave me an opportunity to, you know, to work on a few things to, you know, you know I spent 90 days in a row at home for the first time in my adult life. You know, didn't get on a plane for three months. I, you know, I did a lot of things that, yeah, I didn't imagine that I, or, you know, I never thought I would do for for years. So um, I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm frustrated. I'm, I'm eager to get back and I'm eager to play and, and get back into competition mode. But, um, you know, I'm sort of, you know, expectation wise, you know, we'll see how it goes. I mean, as I said, I feel like I'm as sharp as I can be coming in here. I've played a lot of golf over the last few weeks and, you know, I've, I've practiced a bit and, you know, I, you know, my game seems to be there. It seems to be there at home anyway. So if it's there at home, there's no reason why it shouldn't be, you know, it shouldn't be there when I, when I get out here. So, um, yeah, as I said, I'm feeling as good as I can. And, um, but, you know, in terms of expectations and, and, you know, how I'm playing, you know, I think the first couple of days here will be the real test. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll learn a lot about myself and my game over those first couple of days. And just a second question on the, sort of the societal issue at the moment. It does feel that there's a real will to change this time, certainly on this side of the pond. How much of events of the last couple of weeks had an effect on you? And I don't know. I wonder whether coming from the same country as I do, a country that sadly is so often divided by hatred and intolerance, whether that gives you an understanding of it. Yeah, I think it does in a way. Um, yeah, and I think you, you, you a great word that I've sort of been thinking of over the last couple of weeks is tolerance. You know, I think everyone can just be a little more tolerant um, and a little more educated and not as ignorant. And, and yeah, look, it's, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, not, I would say nowadays, but any days, you know, even going back in history, you know, there's never been a place um, in society for, for what has went on in the world over the you know the past I don't know how many hundreds of years so um, the fact that it does seem to be this real will to change and have reform uh, is 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 amazing and um, you know it's a it's it's been a, a great thing to see uh, and I hope it's it, it continues to you know to be in the conversation and um, yeah as as we move forward uh, I think people have learned a lot over the last over the last few weeks, and 
um, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll 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 see things change as as time goes on. Hey Rory, kind of kind of along the same lines. Uh, obviously, you won't uh, you won't be on the course tomorrow morning at eight forty six, but uh, on Friday morning you will. Just curious what your thoughts are in terms of you know the moment of silence and, and what golf specifically uh, can do to uh, to address these issues. Yeah, so I think what the PGA Tour has done um, with the moment of silence at eight forty six and and not using that tee time is. Um, it's a wonderful gesture, uh, and I think if you look at golf, look, I, I grew up, I my hero growing up was Tiger Woods, and you know Tiger, you know, doesn't look the same as me. You know, has had a very different upbringing to the one that I have had, but he was my hero growing up, and it didn't matter what color his skin was you know what his beliefs were tiger was my hero and he's you know he's he's been a lot of kids heroes over the years that have grown up playing golf and you know we have had him you know we've been very lucky to have him in our game and you know i think that there should be more people like him in in golf and you know i i think what you know the, the conversation that jay and harold varner um had uh, about these issues, I think really hit home with me. You know, Harold said it. You know, maybe it just isn't about the players; it's about everyone in the game of golf. There's so many people that that are involved with the game, and and as long as you know we continue to to give people from different backgrounds opportunities to be in golf, you know that can that can only be a good thing. Terrific! I appreciate it. all the best this week. Thank you. Bernie, are you there? All right, we will next go to James Corrigan of the Daily Telegraph. Hi, Rory, how are you doing? Good, thanks. Um, I just wondered, in the past, you've expressed um, uh, doubts about playing in front of no fans. You, you get the buzz off the fans and all of that. Is that a concern for you this week? But, you know, you, you really play better when the, when the atmosphere is is there no no i just you know I, whenever i've made those comments i feel you know i've been talking about Ryder cup and and obviously playing in front of no fans at a Ryder cup is very different than playing in front of no fans at a tour event um like it'll be a, it'll be slightly different it'll be a little eerie that you're not getting claps and you're not getting feedback from good shots and stuff like that but i think at the same time it's you know it's it's what we have to do, right? It's what we have to do. It's what it's 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 what we're going to have to live with for the for the foreseeable future. And um, if that's what I have to adapt to to be able to get out here and play on tour and get back to work, essentially, then you know I'm I'm happy to do that. Thank you. Mark Canizaro, New York Post. Hey, Rory, thanks for doing this. No worries, man. Hey, we were just, I, I know you've been pretty, and you just addressed the video regarding the Ryder Cup. You've been vocal in the past about uh, the fact that it should not go on without fans. We were just speaking to Brooks a couple of moments ago, and he uh, 
he was asked if he if, if it was possible he thought some players might not play, might sit it out if there were fans not uh, permitted. And he was asked if he might be one of them, and he said he would consider that. I'm just kind of curious where you stand on that, how strongly you feel about that, uh, and if that's something that you as well would consider if they if they carry on without spectators. Yeah, so I would just say that I, I'm pretty sure they won't. I'm pretty sure they won't carry on without spectators. So. I don't think that would have to be a, an option that I would have to consider. Um, but look, I, you know, I love the Ryder Cup. I, I love you know being a part of a team. Um, but I just think there's too much. Yeah, I, I, I just can't see it going ahead without fans. So um, I, I don't think I'll be put in that position to to make that choice. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Good seeing you out here again. Thank you. Carter, BBC. Hi, Rory. Um, good to see you. Um, to you. How important do you think this week is, just for the game of golf, being able to step into the spotlight um, when other sports aren't happening, and to kind of demonstrate a sporting world with social distancing and so forth? Yeah, it's a, a very good point. I think I think this week is very important because. Um, you know, golf will be the center of the sports world, um, you know, which it usually, you know, a few weeks a year it is. But, um, you know, to, you know, you know, for, for people to have something to watch on TV where they actually don't know the outcome, I think is going to be nice for them. Um, so I think that'll be a good thing. Um, and yeah, I think it's an important week because golf can show that we, we can play in a socially distant manner. We can, uh, we can conduct a tournament and you know adhere to all the safety protocols that have been put in place and um yeah i'm you know as, as long as everyone does their bit and they you know it's you know i said i said in a previous interview it, it is going to be very easy to fall in back into old habits because it's just what we've done so you know i'd i'd uh i'd say for the viewing public just to give the the players and the caddies a little bit of leeway in terms of if they see something on tv tv that isn't quite right i mean it's you know we're, we're having to figure it out as we go along as well so um but i think golf can show that it, it can be played uh especially at the highest level uh and adhere to to the guidelines that that everyone else has to adhere to and does it feel like you're in a safe environment at, at the moment i mean obviously you see figures from america we see it from 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 afar and it suggests that numbers are still rising but yeah within the bubble that you're living does it feel safe it does it really does feel safe um you know everything at the course um yeah ev everything that's been put in place for us has has felt very i keep using this word but it's felt very robust it's felt very safe um you know everyone's you know doing the right things and you know the people that are uh, involved with the tournament or wearing masks and wearing gloves and you know there's sanitizer everywhere you look and you know it's it's it it feels safe i feel safe and um you know i would say you know basically everyone else that's here uh, feels the same way thank you, thank you. um alex Caselli in the morning read hey rory hey alex Quick question. We've heard from Keith Kelly a lot over the last couple of days, weeks, 
talked about the European tour, and obviously they're not going to start until next month. As a European tour member as well as a PGA tour member, are you concerned about the health of that tour? Um. Am I concerned? I mean, I'm. I. Yeah, of, co of course I'm concerned. It's it's not. I mean, it's it's not great when. You know, they're having to do things and they're they're taking such a financial hit because of uh, the coronavirus and and this pandemic. Um, so I am I concerned? Yes. Um, but I I don't know what I don't know what else I can. I can do. I don't. I don't feel like I'm responsible for the health of the tour. I'm a player. I I play on the tour, and I I'm very grateful for the the opportunity that that they've provided me over the years. Um, but if anything, I think this pandemic has has highlighted the the fact that the the game of golf at the highest level needs to be simplified. I think there's too many funnels. There's too many channels. Uh, I don't. I don't know if everything being under one umbrella is the solution, but definitely fewer umbrellas I think is a is is is, is a way forward and, and I think that's what um, trying to to sort of uh, figure out everything as, as as we've been going along um, and I think the major championship organizations and the the bigger governing bodies in the game of golf have realized that there's so many moving parts and you know I think more cohesion in the game is better so you know, I'm, I'm not saying that it's been a, a good thing, but at the same time, I think it's opened up, it's opened uh, some people's eyes up to the fact that, you know, we can all sort of work a little bit better together uh, in in this world. Just, just to follow up, there has been a lot of discussion about the potential of a European tour, PJ tour, merger of some type down the road. Would you be supportive of that? Uh, I, I would be, I've, I've sort of been calling for it for a while um yeah I, I i would i would like to see that um i think for the for the health of both tours um you know a, a world tour is something i've always wanted but it had to be done the right way i think the pgl coming in and trying to do it their way wasn't the right thing so you know trying to make change from within the game already and not letting an outsider come in i think is the right way to do it so you know i'd be i'd be supportive of that for sure Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Um, we may have time for two more, but uh, we'll go to Doug Ferguson of the Associated Press. Rory, just to follow up on that, when you're talking about fewer umbrellas, are you are you thinking more tours consolidating or, or more, you know, co or tri-sanctioned events among tours or, or what? What do you have on your mind? Um, uh, I don't know. Um, I'd say tours consolidating. Uh, would yeah tours consolidating or whether it's uh you know some european tour events offering you know fedex cup points and some pga tour events offering you know race to dubai points i don't know but yeah just a little bit more cohesion and then i think as well like trying to figure out the schedule going forward this year you know you know the the the, the major bodies so usga rna masters PJ of America, whatever it is, they, you know, they're, they're thinking about one or two weeks a year. And, and I don't, you know, I think speaking to the PJ tour, speaking to the European tour, having everyone together and trying to figure this out has definitely, yeah, it's definitely opened some people's eyes to what actually goes on and, and, and how many moving parts there is. And so I think 
the more that all these bodies can sort of work together for the for the greater good of the game is it can only be a good thing. And and speaking of, of speaking, um, you spoke of the Ryder <laughs> Cup being held with fans with with um, great confidence a minute ago. Do you know something we don't? A and B has, has anyone outside of a of a media podcast or function asked your opinion on this? In, in other words, have you has, has anyone from from Europe or even the PGA of America sought your opinion? And if they haven't, should they have? So I, when I say that, so I think there's enough people within the game that don't want the Ryder Cup to happen without fans. That that's that's why I'm, that's why I'm, sort of have this conviction that it's not it, that it wouldn't happen if there if fans wouldn't be allowed. That's sort of what I'm saying. I think there's enough people against it within the game. Um, so that's why it's either it's it's going to be you know played this year with fans if if we can do that or gonna have to figure out you know kicking it down the road to a, to a later date um so what was the second part of that question doug you're asking me i feel like dustin all of a sudden you're asking me to remember another question um, <laughs> has, anyone, has anyone from you oh so yeah i, I so i i talked to um so i'm i talked to keith pelly maybe once every two weeks. Uh, I talk to Jay a little bit. I'm in constant communication with a lot of, uh, I'm in constant communication with a lot of um, people from the PGA Tour and um, PGA of America. So I like it's, uh, yeah, people have sought my opinion, but what, you know, my opinion doesn't, doesn't really change anything. I mean, I can, voice something and say this is what I think should happen but that doesn't mean that that it's going to happen or even that that's the right thing that should happen it's just it's what I think and you know they can they can take it or leave it it's likely that the world's greatest links golf courses will be the reason you will want to plan a trip to Ireland and with over 400 courses to choose from you're sure to find whatever you seek but Ireland is about even more than great golf in this ancient land the past works hand in hand with the present from cultural sites to castle ruins. Stay in a country B&B or a luxury hotel and spa. Enjoy inspiring local culinary choices, a pint and music at a cozy pub. But most of all, enjoy the warmth and hospitality of the Irish people who will make you feel that you haven't traveled from home, but have returned to it. Visit Ireland.com to get started. Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone. From Kids Fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today. At FootJoy, they know the swing starts from the ground up, so you can take on those uphill, downhill, and sidehill lies. That's why FJ provides footwear that you need for superior traction and stability on every shot. Whether it's the all-new Pro SL, the hottest shoe on tour, or the max performance of the all-new Tour X, the all-around comfort and performance of FJ Fury, FJ offers a shoe for every player because finding the right shoe for your game matters. Shop now at FootJoy.com. Tour Edge continues their meteoric rise in 2020. Over 90 different tour pros have put Tour Edge into their bag, including staffers Scott McCarron, Tom Lehman, Tim Petrovic, and Duffy Waldorf. 
Torridge makes clubs for every player type, and they set themselves apart with their unprecedented 48-hour delivery on custom-fit orders and by offering a lifetime warranty and by building their clubs in the good old U.S. of A. Visit TourEdge.com to learn more about their new clubs for 2020. TourEdge, pound for pound, nothing comes close. Boeing Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boeing Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boeing Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to boinggolf.com and take in all the splendor that is a golf experience unlike any other. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles, and they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com Wearing the right golf shoe matters. That's why FootJoy offers more styles of shoes for more types of players than anybody else. So you can get matched with the right golf shoe for your game on FootJoy.com with the FJ Shoe Finder. By answering a few short questions, you can find the shoe that fits your playing style and preference. Whether you walk or ride, prefer cleated or spikeless, ultra-stable or flexible. If you need a narrow or wide or extra wide, FootJoy offers the most styles for the most players and can match you with the golf shoe that's right for you. Does your golf shoe match your game? Find out with the FJ Shoe Finder. Visit FootJoy.com slash Shoe Finder today. I'm Tiger Woods, and I chose Bridgestone. I wanted to be with a company that I knew, and then on top of that, that made superior products, so I did. I came back, and I started playing with the Bridgestone Tour BXS, and it's allowed me to maintain the spin and the feel I like around the greens, especially my short irons, but also have that penetrating flight through the wind. The aerodynamics have been phenomenal. I know the quality that Bridgestone has, R&D that's available to them, and what they were able to create that helped me win golf tournaments. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with thegolftravelgroup.com. At Ben Hogan Golf, we manufacture some of the finest golf equipment in the world in our small factory in Fort Worth, Texas. That's because we build each club by hand using the same process Mr. Hogan created when he started his company 65 years ago. We call it micromanufacturing. 
no mass production, and no shortcuts. Visit BenHoganGolf.com to learn more about our tour quality products and factory direct prices. It's time for you to discover Streamsong, a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary. Three internationally acclaimed link-style courses by golf architecture's iconic foursome of Gil Hans, Tom Dope, Bill Kaur, and Ben Crenshaw that provide a golf experience distinguished as unlike any you've ever had before, with undulating fairways navigating through wild grasses and deep water ponds and lakes, towering sand dunes to find the unexpected experience of playing golf at Streamsong, the ultimate legendary golf destination set apart by the unexpected. Streamsongresort.com. 